Welcome to Drunk on Comics Podcast, episode 462. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Only seven more. <laughs> oh I need to check the date, like when this will happen, and like plan my, my weekend out. Just to, like, like, boss, I can't work on Monday. I gotta prepare. It's episode 269. Yeah. <laughs> Every time we're going to do that. Yes. Um, we got into some heavy subjects this week. Un- kind of unintentionally. It wasn't that we like picked the topics. It was just that we read this or this happened. Yeah. And then it's heavy. Lots of lots of threads. And don't be scared. I mean, it is Drunk on Comics. So by heavy subjects, we mean like we didn't laugh throughout the whole episode. Mm-hmm. There was some breaks in the laughter. Not for me. I laughed the whole time, as you all know. <laughs> Tony cringed a little bit, I saw it. I did my my face. Yeah. But we also had our moments. Yes, the Tony and Lynn's connection. Yeah. Coming to a theater near you. You know, (laughs) I'll I'll describe it. You know, it's kind of like when uh, you're the only person at someone's wedding and you see them kiss and you're just kind of like this is kind of weird like this awkward space you're in i'm like i feel like i'm in a ru- i feel dirty by him talking about <laughs> it like that don't ruin say- our- <laughs> i feel like i'm interrupting something now i don't want that i know gross i have to go wash my mouth out. <laughs> so while i do that sit back and grab a drink and check out drunk on comics podcast 462 the new feminist agenda So we went to a Whitecaps game yep. on Thursday of All last three of week. us went, Yes, interestingly enough. Um, and we actually ran into each other. You came over and visited, which we is did. much appreciated, because I was like, she's really far away. I was like, <laughs> my vision's not as good as it used to be. Uh, I was in the cushy deck. Yeah, we were sitting on literal grass. and uh, But, you know, I mean, the other thing, too, I don't actually know when I've last gone and watched a baseball game even if it's like the tigers you know i spend money for a party bus and we all drive out or whatever um i don't know that i've ever actually watched the baseball yeah. game baseball's boring i'm all about it, get yeah. that beer get that hot dog have some cool chats with people and then periodically go oh a thing happened and you know oh we're losing fun. still yeah <laughs> <laughs> we they did lose i think it was like Five to three. Yeah. So they gave it two runs. You knew more than I did about the game. Right. I did at one point, like, remark, wow, I forgot there's a game going on. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. It's real easy to do. And we we got a bunch of people who were chickens and left early because it started to sprinkle a little bit. And then it just cleared right up, and then we kind of sat for the rest of the game. But I feel like even saying it sprinkled like is not the correct term. Like there was like God three drops that hit me. Yeah, it was probably somebody like flinging their sweat in your direction. It probably wasn't even rain. <laughs> Very possible. So Some that... sweaty man was probably like shaking his hair out. And we're, it like, just... we're like, hmm, this rain's a little this salty. Rain... <laughs> I will let you know, though, that those free beer tickets, uh, one of my friends who was contemplating on if he really needed another one, 
needed another one. Yeah. And he needed two. Yeah. That's what happens when they're free. Even if it's free $2 beers. Yeah. It, free is free, man. Yeah. Uh, it's the first time in I don't even know how long that I've drank Miller Lite. And I remembered why I don't drink Miller Lite. <laughs> it doesn't give you a bad time. It just doesn't give you a great time. It doesn't give you a time. It just makes you full. <laughs> yeah. I was putting them down like water. Yes, but it, you it had is like very watery. Like after yeah. already partying all day with your work. Yep. At, uh... I had my work company picnic that day too. Oh, where'd you guys go? We just went to a park and picnicked. Ah. Out, so somewhere in Walker, but then we went to uh, this bar and grill that they rented out, and for like an hour and a half, everything was on them. Nice. I cleaned Riverside Park before the baseball game. I saw that. I saw your work. picture. Yeah. 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 We didn't get free booze, but we did get free lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a good time. Well, uh, surprising everyone this week. I did not get to any new books. What? No, and I'm I'm super bummed that you neither of you read this book that I read. Well, actually, uh, Anthony, I don't know if you read this book or not because I don't know what book you read this week. I guarantee I did not read the book that you. <laughs> okay. Read. <laughs> I read Mom. Nope, wasn't it? Nope. Which is actually an acronym for Mother of Madness. Okay. Um, and this book was written by Amelia Clark. What does Mother of Madness stand for? She's the Mother of Madness. Yeah, I don't know. It's the first it's issue. It's like each one of those letters. <laughs> oh, what is this, Inception? Well, you sit over there and think about it and let us know at the end. <laughs> is this Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark? <laughs> it is Game of Thrones, Amelia Clark. So um, the Mother of Dragons has written a book called The Mother of I'm Madness. I'm assuming writing only. She did story, story only. She wrote, along with Marguerite Bennett who is awesome. She, Marguerite Bennett, did a shit ton of work on, like, the bombshell books and just all kinds of stuff. Her name's pretty big out there. Um, and the art was done by Leela Leyes. So, I, I have a lot of feelings. <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about this book. So, first of all, it takes place in the future, but we're not talking, like, super future. We're talking, like, 20 years from now. So, okay. the 2040s. Yep. And this girl grows up, her parents are scientists, her adopted parents are scientists, and they end up dying when she's a teenager, and she moves in, and this is like the very shortened version of the beginning, because she really gets into it, and it's interesting, because she does a lot of um, talking to the camera, breaking the fourth wall sort of things, and while she's running through the exposition of her early days, she's like, don't worry, guys. It's only five pages. You made it through 22 Marvel movies. You can hang in there with me mm. for five more pages. Yep. Sort of thing. And I was like, oh, Amelia, you're cute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but so she goes off to live with an uncle or an, and an aunt and finds out while she's there that she has manifested these powers. And it's unclear whether, because she's adopted, whether it's something she was born with that just kind of triggered, like, it does with mutants at a certain age, or if she some of the fucking pills that she horked after both of her parents died that were in granted the, powers. Granted her powers because they were scientists and she had no idea what they were. Oh, so these were random pills. Yeah, oh, she was nice. just. I think she was trying to make the pain go away in like a kind of final sort of way, mm -hmm. and they didn't do anything. But yep. maybe turns out that they did. Point being, is she manifested all of these powers? And they're tied to her emotions. 
So when she gets scared, she turns invisible. When she laughs, like it shatters things. When so she has to like actually laugh. Yes. Okay. But is it every time she laughs? Like it's uncontrollable? Yeah, she can't. She has a real hard, especially when she was younger, she has a real hard time controlling the powers. What is, does puberty do to you? messes her up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's literally for every emotion she has a power. So it makes life hard. But running through this book, and this is the part that's upsetting to me, because it is 20 years in the future, men are still really fucking terrible in this book. Like, like worse. Like That's not realistic. We'll be so good by the 2040s. Did you think men were 20 years, like, better like, 20 years ago but the way they act in this book like i don't have like <clears throat> i've had terrible experiences with men right all women have but like the experience like the way the men act in this book it's like we went through the whole me too like sort of movement and then in 20 years from now it kind of went in the opposite direction because literally like at her work it's okay like the men will slap a woman's ass and be like that's a compliment oh it's the 50s again yes oh, and okay she got reprimanded for not wearing heels to work and they're not allowed to wear blazers because men need to be able to figure out what her cup size is oh, like God. it's crazy she <laughs> so i'm reading this and i'm getting real angry because all of this shit is pissing me off but then i'm like i don't think and maybe i'm wrong but I like I don't work at a place where that's okay. I've never worked. No, the, that's the thing is I'm not. This is in no way to belittle others' actual experience. But I've never worked or experienced, like been, like seen that happen. Right. right? I've never right. seen somebody else. You know, a boss making sexist remarks, slapping someone's ass. You know, saying you'd look better in this. You should smile more. Like none of those like right. standard ones. I've never seen a right. boss do that. Yeah, I and I've I've had coworkers that have been disgusting, and I've always felt okay with being like, "Ew, gross," you know. Like mm-hmm. I've never felt like the company I worked for would have been like, "Lindsay, you have to be nice to the men; <laughs> they don't know what they're doing." Their egos are fragile. <laughs> <laughs> so that's it's literally just running through this whole book, and it made me sad for the future. Even though I know that this isn't based on any sort, like it's not Amelia Clark has any sort of future scene abilities that we know of but <laughs> still made me real angry the so, whole so do other people know that she has these powers i think that her friend who is also her neighbor knows and her son because she's also she is a single mom so hence the whole mother aspect of it all um and uh she she does she does decide that until she can figure out how to like cure herself of these problems because she does not enjoy having the the powers that she's going to use them as like a hero type, right? So she will. Part of the whole book is her going off to save this woman who I think came through on like they have a one of those radios that tune into like the the police scanners and stuff like that. So she runs off to go save this woman, and she doesn't get there in time and. She ends up fucking the dude up to death. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna beat you to, to death. death. Yeah. <laughs> she really, she really fucks him over. I mean, that's that's an interesting way to say she murdered someone. Yeah. <laughs> fucked him up to death. Well, she put him through a lot before she killed him. So, um, and then she finds a camera in him, and they give you a kind of a little sneak peek of who's behind, because this guy is a trafficker. Uh huh. 
And so they give you kind of a sneak peek of who's behind it, and it's like, oh, no. You don't know who it is. Reveal. But, um, it's a little bit of a, a, a surprise, I guess, but not really. But Do you feel the comic suffers from just inexperience writing comic stories? No, because the writing is good. Okay. And having Marguerite Bennett there, I think, helped, because she could totally be like, all right, Amelia, like, <laughs> I understand where you're trying to go, but this is a comic book, so this is kind of how we have to do it, like, plot-wise and yeah, stuff yeah, like yeah. that. <clears throat> it really is just, and I, it's not bad to the story, but really just the blatant misogyny that runs throughout the whole book is very off-putting, and I think it's probably meant to be that way, <clears throat> because... You know, like we said, I don't experience it on a day-to-day basis. You guys don't work in places where you see, like, your coworkers slapping ass and grabbing tits and shit like that. Um, but, obviously, it must exist at places yeah, 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 still, yeah. and we just don't see it. So, I guess calling it out like that is probably good. Um, at the beginning, she's at a party in a really fancy dress with a white skirt. And if you're a girl, wearing a white skirt is always risky. Yep. Because it could be that time of the month, and that happens at the beginning of the book, and people are just so disgusted by the whole idea of it. And I'm like, oh god, the whole time I'm, we I'm like, I'm like aggressively like rubbing the handles of my chair at home, like, oh my god, I want to murder somebody right now. <laughs> <laughs> the whole thing was just making me real angry. But did she become emotional then? Did I become? Did no. she become yeah. emotional? Yes. Yes, she did. So it's kind of like, <laughs> so, you know, maybe that's, it's a consequence of the character's idea, right? That's what it's sounding like is it's less on, it's more like all of the terrible situations that a woman can expect to experience. It's like a nightmare book, mm-hmm. right? Like mm-hmm. showing up to school in your underwear. Oh no, it's terrifying, you know? Right. But then taking all of those situations like that a woman will experience and just say, oh, the worst thing happens. And it's like her you know, that gives the option ability for her emotion to come out in that scene right. and demonstrate whatever's going on. Right. Yeah. So, and there is, there's, there's, I mean, it, ha- it happens. It happens a lot. Like, you know, it, one of the themes running through the book is women are often told they're too emotional. Yep. Uh, she is definitely <laughs> too <laughs> emotional, but not in the way that she has too many emotions. It's just that her emotions manifest to these create this crazy shit happening. They literally kill people. Yes. Yeah. So it's and a- that hey, I think this is a great PSA to talk about women's emotions and that a woman we have them with too many emotions will literally kill you. <laughs> she, I, I think more than anything, it's like watch what you say to women because they will kill you. Yeah. Yep. It's a warning. <laughs> well, one of the things I always love about books is when they add a little bit extra to them, and like in the back of this one when it explains like what her powers yes. are to everything. It's got the little. And the, the powers make sense with the emotion, right? So, like, when she's scared, she turns invisible, mm-hmm. right? When she is sad, Angry, she can Angry, she becomes heal. a Hulk. Yeah, pretty much. When she's happy, she gets stretchy. She's pliable, right? So it all it all kind of makes sense. But it's, a, it's you know, I really liked it, but I also just felt real angry after reading it. Um, so I'm glad it's only three issues. Although, who knows when I get to the third, if I'll be happy that it's over or not. It means they have to get to the finality of the story very quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they are, it is a long book. It, it was 48 pages, I think. So they are double-sized. But I think all dudes should read it. 
I think all girls should read it. I think they should talk about it. That's why I was hoping one of you guys would have read it, because then I, you could defend I yourselves. No idea what's even <laughs> happening. I was planning on it, but it's, uh, you know, it's, that's one of the things I find it, you know, I, I probably would have read through it, but had to struggle at some point because of, like you're saying, I'm like, man, this is just so disconnecting. Like, I've, I've never, and it's kind of hard, right? I mean, it's empathy. Right. But just be like, I could not empathize with this situation at all. I have no, like, experience that would lead me to being, oh, you, like, understand that this, oh, yeah, this totally happens. I've seen it. Right. It's like I've never seen this. Somebody assault somebody at work. That's what slapping the right. ass is, right? But have so. you seen it at bars? Yes. Uh, yeah, kind I've of. I've had dudes put their full hands up my skirts at bars. Yeah. I've. You know, not attractive. I, I think <laughs> don't the, use it as a pickup move. <laughs> I think the advantage to uh, the ladies that I've been with in bars is I'm usually often there as a group, and so it's like defense and numbers, right? right? No one's yeah. gonna mess with one lady when there's seven other people yeah. just standing right there. Right. So, because <laughs> some of the people in my group are a little over emotional, the men, well, and they would have not responded well to that. So, <laughs> I think though too, like the type of bars that I feel that this happens at are not kind of the type of bars that I would frequent. If we're really? Just... Oh, I, I like some, like, hole-in-the-wall bars. I so say, then again... I know a couple of bars that you would frequent in a Okay, <laughs> I take that back. There are some bars that I could see it happening yes. at. I'm just saying I can also imagine it happening a lot more that there's a ton of more of those type of bars out there. Yes. Yeah. yeah. But... So anyway, both of you should read through it, and then when we hit through issue three... Because it is only three issues. We I'll, talk I'll make about sure to uh, read it and then come in and basically say it's unrealistic. No man would ever be like. You know. <laughs> I did get to a point in my head where I'm like, yes, this happens, but like everybody, uh-huh. like all men are just disgusting pigs in this world, and not all men are, because her neighbor is very sweet and he's a man. For now, right, right, right. <laughs> Who knows where this book until he gets go. drunk the Maybe first time? Maybe he's the then, evil uh, villain that we end up finding out at the end, who's gained her trust and then stabs uh, her in the back. That's so. just like my neighbors. <laughs> that's who it would be. Yeah, I, I I recommend it, but if you're a lady reading it, I would just be get real prepared to um, feel anger, have emotions <laughs> about the book, about the book, and more about anger. It's anger. Uh The emotion that you'll feel is anger. And if you're a dude reading the book, like, hopefully at no point you're like, oh, maybe I shouldn't do that anymore. (laughs) (laughs) That's, wait, that's my move. (laughs) I've been, no wonder I haven't been successful at the bars for years. All I know is if I went to work and my boss was like, you can't wear blazers because they need to be able to tell what cup size you were. Like, I would probably kick the man, because it would be a man, right? Yeah, yeah. I would kick him in the nuts. Like, what the fuck? Yeah. He would deserve it, too. Your cup size is bigger than mine, dude. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of cups, can you fill up my cup? I can fill up your cup. Thank you, ma'am. You're welcome. Tony, what are you uh, requesting be filled into your cup right now? What uh, kind is that? This is the St. Ambrose Wild Ginger, Ginger and Honey Mead. Sorry, I went off mic there. Oh. I could hear you. Nice. St. Ambrose Draft saw me a while so good wow. ginger nice yeah. it's one of my favorite meteries did you have to kill a man to obtain this in some form of back alley exchange or <laughs> no in 
2021, women are still allowed to buy alcohol oh, at the stores. Oh, okay, okay. Um, 20 years from now, I don't know if that will still be true, but I'm going to take advantage of <laughs> well, it Well, you can, can, just as long as your man is present. <laughs> <laughs> like buying land back in the day. <laughs> or getting a credit card. Ugh. Maybe well, it's halfway towards idiocracy in 20 years, but instead of idiots, they're just assholes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and we're just moving more towards breeding. Handmaid's Tale than we are idiocracy. Yeah. But really, we're moving towards... Uh, a fucking mashed up version, <laughs> a fucked up mashed up version of Handmaid's Tale in Eocracy, where the men in the Handmaid's Tale are all really fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All according to plan. Throw a little bit of a zombie apocalypse in there at some point. Oh, yeah. Because COVID will not like, mutate into that. It's not a proper time, uh, end of time if there's not at least one right. wave of zombies right. coming at you. Exactly. Well, I read, read something that was way less like complicated like okay. in, in an emotional like story sense so i actually read horizon zero dawn one uh so horizon zero dawn is a video game okay uh, you read a video game i read a video yeah 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 uh it's uh and i'll have to pull uh, gosh i don't even remember i read it like earlier today and it was just like i kind of like just like tuned out on it i'll be honest it's not my favorite thing uh the what, reason the game I, or the comic the comic i really liked the comic i had or, sorry, I really liked the game. The comic I struggled with. The game is very good. So the game is just basically far-flung future. Um, humans are... It appears to be... It's like this weird mashup, right? Because pe- humans are living tribally. Um, you're using bows and arrows and spears, like tribal weapons, like Stone Age stuff. Um, but there are metal animals everywhere. It's hmm. so like metal tigers, but they're not like the size of tiger. The tiger's the size of a bus, or you know, like there's these huge metal monsters. And so, um, in the story, you find out that it's actually not in the past; it's in the future. Obviously, you've got some very futuristic technology, and basically, humanity doomed itself by creating these machines and. Uh, the the basically the machines are it's this weird kind of like conglomeration of people hunt the machines for use for their parts uh but something is making these machines right so they'll hunt the machines they're not a limited amount more end up coming out but there's Mm. this weird like they have tribal so all the tribal villages have like wooden walls to protect themselves that wooden walls wooden to protect from metal beasts yes they're very thick walls okay very thick like you know classic wood spear um, but yeah, and, and the beasts have like weapons, right? So like they're shooting lasers, they're shooting grenades, all kinds of stuff. Um, they behave kind of like wild animals where they have their little packs and unless you, you know, and so there's obviously a, a deeper story, you know, this is one of the big RPGs that came out at this point is probably five or six years ago. It was on the PlayStation four. Um, but it just kind of came out and just, it was a really good story. So I was like, I would love a continuation or like a side story or something like this. So the book itself is about uh, Aloy, who's the main character. She um, basically has a, uh, like is journeying with some dude, this uh, one other one of these like tribal guys and they're kind of doing like a flashback where they're walking towards it. Um, if you, you definitely should have played the game this is very much made for people who played the game. That's gotcha. one thing, which is unfortunate, <clears throat> um, because they they the evil the villain in the comic is someone that you kill in the game, right? So it's he's like this kind of he's called like the sun god I think is his name, and he's just like one of these 
more barbaric tribal leaders where if you are captured as like a rival tribe member you'll be brought into like this coliseum and they'll release one of these robots on you and so in the game that happens you get captured you escape and you kill people right so it's kind of the similar thing they're doing this flashback where the guy that she's walking with his sister gets captured by these raider dudes and there's like the aloy and this other guy have kind of uh common um enemy that they're both going after so it's kind of they appear to be working together and friends um but uh i think it was just kind of like lackluster there was no like it was cool to see the world again but that was about all i got from it um it was kind of again unfortunate it was like the story was pretty very vanilla and bland it was like this guy selling a flashback of his sister but there was no hook there was nothing that was like oh my gosh i can't wait till issue two right that's a big thing for me it's one thing if there's not a hook and it's number 42 in a series (laughs) right it's another thing if there's not a hook and it's number one right so you gotta get deuce even if it's just like here's a mysterious character that will come back in seven issues here's you know some crazy monster you know something like that it was just very familiar it was cool i think but i think they're leaning a lot on knowledge of the game and i think someone who's like a big fan of the game would really like it um just because of the nature of it being from the game but just from what you see it's not necessarily super exciting the art was very good um so i mean visually it's it's (coughs) nice to to read but yeah the story was very lackluster it's only i think this might also be a problem it's only 17 pages it's number one it's a little one and the it's first guy. the first like four pa- pages are the things that you like tony it's kind of like here's the world and it's like a thousand years after a global cataclysm that kind of goes through that it talks about who here's the two characters and and why you should like them and you feel it's more for someone that hasn't played the game it is for someone who has who it's definitely for somebody who has played the game i mean the introductions it's kind of interesting because the comic co- content itself the story is great for someone who has and the intro, the person who who would like this doesn't need a little intro at the right. beginning because they know. And there's like a really deep lore in the game, and, and they're actually about to release, and this is probably why they made it, they're about to release a sequel, uh, I think next year, um, either this year or next year, that I am very excited for, but the story is just, yeah. The dialogue was mm. just two people talking, and, you know, evil bad guys being like you know the heroes staying saying stuff like fight me cowards it's very vanilla con there's no intellectual level is that to how the it, dialogue so. in the game went not at all no okay no the the dialogue the the game itself is an, a very it's probably like a 30 to 40 hour rpg more if you actually complete everything right. but it's got like side side stories you're helping people around you know the plot twist spoilers of this like you know eight-year-old game Aloy the main character is actually a clone of the lead researcher who was responsible for like the virus that killed off a bunch of humanity when and like or not it's not like a there's like a virus that goes killing people but then also the computer the machines got out of control right spoiler alert that game came out like many years ago (laughs) You were, I know you were about to play it this weekend, but had to close, you know, spoil it anyway. So she's the clone, right? So she gotcha. finds out, and 
that's like the big twist and you're like oh my god she's a clone because for whatever reason she keeps getting access to like underground facilities where she's finding ah. that these things are built and we're like why are you so special you're the chosen one it's like nah she's just a clone so when it scans her DNA it says oh hello and it's like saying this old woman's name and everyone's like who's that and so gotcha that's kind of thing so it's a very good story very good game I really like the game but then this is just kind yeah. of I feel like that's vanilla. a symptom of a lot of if it's something is based on a video game it's either going to be complete trash uh-huh. or really amazing like there's the no Witcher. there's oh. no like in between for stuff based on video games it's it literally is trash or greatness yep <laughs> castlevania or mario brothers <laughs> witcher uh speaking of which transition there is a witcher animated series coming out Ooh. on netflix in a month or so it's gonna be like, related month, to the live action no it's gonna be it's gonna be different uh separate from it so why would they do that that seems stupid unless like it fills in some back st- i mean it fills in the world but it... oh i don't think it actually has uh Geralt. it's not the main characters okay it's so Witcher it's the is. world yeah yeah just so not him okay it's called nightmare of the wolf okay um, and I think the uh, here I got a, a look at this a cast and character guide uh, Vesemir who is well known in the story he's like a um, other hero that works with Geralt on stuff is the main character so it's kind of like his story a little bit mm. side but I don't think it, it it's not going to be related to the actual show story wise it's just like in this universe there's another character right and this is what he does, and that'll kind of be what it's about. But it's the from the same people who did, uh, I think, Castlevania. The animation looks very similar, so hmm. they can at least do a good job. So I'm excited. I love Castlevania. I love Witcher. Hopefully they don't screw it up. Um, I'll toss a coin to it. Huh. Uh, can we move on no. to... No? You want to do that at the end? No, I... It... He didn't even sure. know what you're talking about. <laughs> I, I probably did. We have our same like minds. <laughs> well, fill me in. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we could do that. that. See, I knew. We fucking know what we're talking about. We know well, how to run this bitch. <laughs> well, I'm here, and I'm just looking at two people stare at each other, and I'm like, "Listen, you guys don't know what you're talking about, okay?" You knew that. I just because Tony goes. I was just thinking we would stick on the animation. I was thinking that too, but then all. we can wait till the end. We'll it's literally the, the only news thing i have to talk about <laughs> well you can't talk about it too much because i haven't seen the last of oh it. no we are going to talk all about it yeah oh, sorry no. sorry about it you're gonna ruin it you can leave so black, <laughs> black widow uh i don't have numbers did it but drop I, again i can only assume i mean it's not as making as much money as it right. did that first weekend they're already announced that it's this is the part i don't get non-disney plus digital platforms on august 10th so like non- pay-per-view maybe like That's why weird. would yeah why would you not have people access it through well i know i know on apple like if you have an apple tv okay maybe that you can movies. oh yeah you could rent it there yeah. and probably yeah digital rentals google yeah. google play movies amazon, yeah. put amazon. Movies, that kind of and stuff. then it'll be on 4k and uh blu-ray and all that and dvds september 14th nice. now the dvds and everything does look like it has a lot of cool extra features that I I want to watch it again, and maybe I'll 
wait till no i'm probably gonna so watch it before most then, but... of the time when you buy a digital download of a movie it still has all of those features on it too anytime we've bought a movie it still has like a special features section where you can go watch really yeah yeah they're usually I've like never noticed that it, yeah. but that's usually because they have like a play button and so that just goes into the movie right yep. it's not like the dv the standard where play gets you to the menu usually have to like click into like a sub menu of it to get wow. to it but the more i know just saw a star go over your head <laughs> um snake eyes came out this weekend did you did i, I didn't still even haven't know seen it. it i know it kind of yeah. i like my kid was talking about how his friends were going to see it and i was like that came out we were going to see it saturday <laughs> but it took us too long we were painting a friend's house so or friday not saturday it must not have blown up uh, it has, I've seen it's gotten kind of mixed reviews yeah. on it. I think similar to GI Joe, the first one, yeah. right? Where it's like, eh, it's a movie, and well, it's just I don't think people are that wanting to go to movies right, right. now. Like going back to what I was just saying last week about Black Widow and how the movie association or what NASA is it what or no, NATO? NATO yeah NATO yeah the theater owners how they were pissed you know of disney plus taking all that extra money and everything and they do have a, a point to what they're saying but i just really don't think it's there yet like and i don't think it ever nah, maybe it will it will but it's gonna be like gonna be a, while. a while after we're still not out of the pandemic yet and things yeah. aren't looking great and we won't get dire and all that but I mean, and can we talk about how it's stupid to just cram that many people that close to each other just on a general basis like fuck covid like i don't i also don't want the flu and i don't want their cold and i don't want their bad bugs and i don't <laughs> like i don't want any of their grossness on me and they, it's not like they disinfect the chairs between each I mean, viewing that's very true yeah <laughs> so, so <laughs> hbo um owned by warner brothers has gotten a lot of shit as well for what they've been doing with their movies yep. and so they've already said though that they're planning on 10 or more hbo max exclusive movies in 2022 now granted that could be like some of these places that netflix is getting or disney plus is getting that weren't probably going to go to movies anyways but they've also announced that after movies are in theater 45 days later they will show up on hbo max yeah which that's kind of cool for those that it makes sense too because i think that was the the when dvds were being released in mass i think they had gotten the turnaround time to around that yeah because it used to be on vhs yep. you literally would have to wait for like a whole year because getting that transfer onto vhs was hard but fucking pressing some yeah DVDs but i but there was really also easy. a bit of a, a lag from getting the dvd or vhs to ever showing up on right a streaming right. thing because like yeah hbo back in the day was like when it came on free on the weekends you could watch all these free movies but most of them were like old. 10 years yeah. old disney used to make it so that um you couldn't rent movies any other movies until after it had been on sale on dvd and blu-ray for like 30 days some video stores figured out a workaround. <laughs> not going to say which ones, but they figured it out. You go into the room behind the curtain and... No, they didn't. They wouldn't sell it through distributors, but there's nothing stopping you from going to a store yeah. and buying it. Yep. And movies at that time were loss leaders because 
people would come in to buy them and walk through the store and, and pick up all this other stuff on the way. So. Oh yeah, we didn't. Yeah, you didn't make any money. I, I worked on Hollywood Video. We made no money off of rentals. Yeah. Um, because you know the movie's so expensive and you're you're giving it to them for two three bucks. Yeah. It's like you need that that individual disc needs to be rented like. 12 times right. to cover the costs yeah. but if someone buys the, the combo and gets a popcorn bucket and to, a candy and some cotton you know something else some cheese crackers whatever then it's like boom yep. those, those cost 10 cents each so right. gone are the days the good old days of the rental I know I do miss it I do console rentals too I don't know if you guys ever did that oh yeah you could rent an For N64 sure. or a Sega yep. Genesis or yep. every single time I went to court for my job, it was over. <laughs> oh, rentals! <laughs> it was over a console rental, yeah, uh, and then it was a couple times. <laughs> that's that's they're a couple hundred bucks, yeah, so yeah, worth it. Well, I'm kind of surprised that you have no news when it was con. Sit. Okay, I guess you you wouldn't have the news since I can't even fucking pronounce it. No right? one knows what what it is. <laughs> San Diego Comic Con stay at home this oh, past weekend. So there was a lot of stuff that came out of there. But honestly, you're kind of right. Yeah. There wasn't a whole I, hell of a lot. I clicked on a clickbait title, right? Because they always get you. That was something about Luke Cage coming back, and then it had a picture of the Luke Cage from the Netflix show. Mm-hmm. And I think you also shared a meme referring to what I'm about to say. Because they're do- well, they're doing a new Luke Cage comic, and they're like, it'll draw people in. It's very reminiscent of the television show. And now, because of Loki, all of those shows are canon. But they're only not canon because fucking Disney said so. But they didn't even say so. It's... The, the, they refer to the event in those shows. Yeah. It's so just they occurred people... in the same universe. I don't understand why people all of a sudden are like, those shows can exist now because of the multiverse. <laughs> and I'm like, no, those shows can exist because they happened in the same universe. <laughs> I think it, I think a big part of it too, right, is people are just like have their favorite show. And they're like... Marvel did such a good job of getting people to say this is important because it's in the MCU. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh, oh yeah. my god! I just thought of something so great. How they could make uh, Iron Fist be decent in my eyes. So they're having Secret Invasion coming out. Yep. Oh, make him a scroll. If he was a scroll the whole yeah. time, Connor would also that, enjoy that. That would be so awesome. Man, oh man, my kid's favorite is is Iron Fist. Like, to the point where I'm pretty sure if he gets a tattoo, it's going to be the little dragon. Dragon, oh, yeah. That is a badass. It, he, I used to love him and Luke Cage in the comic books. Right. And I got to say, like, I was disappointed. Whiny yeah. little bitch. We've yeah. we talked about it a lot. Go find those podcasts because right, right. it's on there. Uh, however, though, um, Secret Evasion is going to be one of the newer big ones that's going to start filming soon, coming up through the fall. They've already finished filming Moon Knight and She-Hawk, at least, uh, mm-hmm. principal photography. Um, also, they've finished up Ant-Man and Wasp, uh, Quantumanium. We already know they already have uh, Spider-Man pretty much finishing up, if it's already wrapped, I believe, as well as uh, Doc Strange. So mm-hmm. pretty much things are starting to smooth sail for, for where the, they're going. This is the launching year, right? I mean, can, I mean... It worked out for Disney. I don't think, obviously, no one planned the pandemic. And I think that having this, like, 
it was almost perfect, right? The timing of Endgame right before the pandemic and the p- fact that they're like, okay, fans need a break. You're going to start this whole conspiracy theory that the pandemic was caused by <laughs> Listen, Disney to I give the Marvel Universe a break. <laughs> I literally watched the South Park episode today where it was because Mickey and Randy Marsh had sex with a bat. <laughs> and that's what caused the pandemic. So it's it's in that headcanon now. I'm like, all right, Disney. You know, they didn't make... You know, obviously, they lost money too, right? Especially on the yeah. parks side. But the people were, you know, in the mind, like non-comics fans... Or in like friends who were like, oh, you know, I'm not a big comic person, but I love like the MCU stuff. They're like, I just need a break from superheroes. They were constantly saying that. They're like, they obviously Endgame was just so impactful. They loved it, but they were like, I just need a break from all these superheroes. And we got it. We got some nice convenient, you know, convenient TV series during the pandemic when we're inside. And a movie would have been less off, you know, even if they were released them, it would be less enjoyable because it's nice to have a multi-episode series. Just makes you feel better about, you know binging netflix 12 hours a day for nine months um but yeah i think it works out well for them now we can launch from this year into phase five yeah i mean we already got shang chi coming which i'm so fucking excited about i saw their new trailer i think it came out last week i got a lot more excited from that one the first trailer was kind of like looks cool and the second one they kind of show a lot more of like uh, him actually doing something, and so I'm like, okay, I feel a little better about this. Dude, the trailer that got me hyped was the Dune one. Also, that that was holy shit. This is going to be epic. It better be six hours long. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. What's uh? It's, they've already announced there's going to be a second part. Well, I thought they were planning they three to. parts. They would need to. That that's a big book. And to well, and the, that story. the Dune that everyone knows and loves was a TV miniseries. Mm-hmm. And Which, also very David Lynchian. Yes. <laughs> and full of sting. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe okay. not even enough. All kinds of weird things going on in that. Well, they've said that even regardless of how this movie does, which I, I could, there's no way in hell this doesn't do great. Um, they already have tons of plans for, like, board games tabletop games um miniseries comic books like it's a sci-fi franchise of course yeah and it's i would i would even say it's one that's kind of died well you know as far as like in even in the nerd space dune is talked about like with reverence as something that oh dune yes my father showed it to me and his father showed it to him kind of thing (laughs) right not oh yeah dune i just started i just saw it last weekend kind of thing I've never truly read it. I watched the movie, but way back when I was younger, so I don't remember all the ins and outs of everything. So for me, I'm just excited to explore this world. I know enough, more than the average person, Yep. but I really don't know a lot, and I'm trying to stay that way so I can be surprised. Um, I kind of, like I said, know some major plot points, but again, who the hell these people are. I know Picard was in it. Right, you know, <laughs> yeah. I know the p- actors. You remember the actors, and I think that's another thing that I just kind of gave me some cool vibes. Obviously, the original Dune had a ton of well-known people starring in it in mm-hmm. different roles, even like small roles. People were so, people were like di- died within the first hour. Major actors, right? So s- that's the other thing with Dune. It is packed with people, and you know that's kind of what gets me excited is the fact that you're not going to pay. 
for A-list actors and that many, unless you've got a lot of story to tell. Right. Um, and so I, yeah, I expect that either is either going to be like you're saying, uh, three episodes or three movies, whatever, or be like, you know, have an actual intermission in the theater, which I haven't seen like forever, but, uh, cool. I mean, it's a core in the nerddom, right? It's kind of like a, uh, rite of passage is that you've experienced some form of Dune media. Yeah. Well, they tried to redo it in 2000. And that didn't go anywhere. And then they oh. sequelized that failure with Children of Dune. Yes. Yeah. I remember that. So, but nobody, I mean, the 1984 one is the one. Is the one. Yeah. And even then, like, go back and rewatch it. <laughs> not good it's it really i mean it really like listen i love david lynch but david lynch should do david lynch movies <laughs> david lynch shouldn't do movies that other people have written yeah <laughs> I, I you know i think his the the biggest flaw of it is pacing yeah it is a crawler holy it smokes I, I mean it it you almost at that point you're like i don't think it needed to be this long this long excuse me it's right. just like oh my gosh why are we still here on this damn scene yeah the other thing that i really like too the original movie dune the 1984 one is uh fairy sepia a lot of brown right i get they're on a sand planet a lot of brown the color scheme i'm seeing in the trailers looks way more appealing yes you're on a sand planet that doesn't mean i shouldn't be able to see what's going on well the i think the challenge with the 80s one right is it's very important. The eyes, the blue eyes are very yes. important. And to be able to get those as bright as they did, you really had to lean into the neutral tones yep. everywhere else. Which, and it kind of worked, but in this one, the fact, the beauty of, you know, modern yes. visual yep. effects, it just, it's so cool to see them like pop open their eyes. You get that bright blue, the, the spice. Yep. For um, sure. And even like the, in the trailer, she's like, I can see the spice floating and you can actually see it like sparklies. shimmer. It's like, Oh, yeah. that's, you know, they, and, this isn't necessarily a film that needs a billion special effects, right? It's a lot of, you know, good character interaction. Right. And then you just have a giant, Shai Halud, the giant worm. That's obviously going to be visual effects, but I'm really excited for it. Um, This one's more relevant. I'm just bringing it up for, for you, Anthony. But uh, Disney is pulling out from going to CinemaCon in Las Vegas due to rising COVID <laughs> cases. So... Uh, the House of Mouse is not going there. I hope no one that I know will What's be going there. What's CinemaCon? It doesn't I've matter. It's in Vegas. I've never even heard of that mm-hmm. con. I'll be there but Thursday. But it sounds like one I would have loved to go to. <laughs> I'll be there Thursday around 3 o'clock local time. That's when I arrive. Uh, hey, the beauty of vaccinations, right? Uh, 95% coverage, right? I mean, that's the... We've got... Kate. I actually listened to... Uh, an NPR thing and they were basically saying like over half of all US cases are from Northeast Florida or from Florida and then the most of those are in Northeast Florida um, which just so happens to be a very highly uh, anti-vaccination region and so they're saying even there 95% plus of people who come into the hospital are not vaccinated. So yeah, they regret Here's your it PSA, too. get vaccinated. <laughs> but you go through and you read the articles and yeah. people are full, fucking full to the brim of with regret. Yes. I, was, I mean, I saw a post on Imager yesterday and it was just someone had take, gone through the effort of finding individual news articles 
either on TV or local newspapers or whatever, it was just like, regrets, 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 yeah. regrets. <laughs> I wish I had done it. I wish I had done it. Anthony, you got any com- or gaming news? A lot of gaming news. Well, Give me a little. And the biggest one, Blizzard. I don't know if you guys have There's heard anything Blizzard about the coming? Blizzard stuff. No. So Blizzard Entertainment, famous for Diablo, World of Warcraft, amongst others. Yeah. Uh, Overwatch is literally not developing games right now because uh, they're being sued by California. <clears throat> the, the state. The state itself is suing Blizzard for failing to properly handle sexual abuse allegations. Mm. Uh, Good. And it is absolutely rocking that company. So Activate, it's actually Activision Blizzard is the company. They also own Call of Duty and all those games. Uh, so Mother of Madness takes place where this didn't happen, and that <laughs> behavior just went yes. rampant. I, that's the thing is I thought it was very funny. You're talking about Mother of Madness, right? It was just like, wow, uh, I think Blizzard might – I think – that might Amelia Clark might have been an intern at Blizzard. Right? I mean, you know, the video game industry along with the comic book industry was very toxic for women for yes. a very long time. And it appears it never changed at Blizzard. Yeah. Um, so you've had like three past presidents of the company, either Activision or Blizzard, come forward and basically apologize because it was on their watch. The current CEO is obviously apologizing. The company has said that they cooperated with the, the, I think it's the FEA, it's a specific department that's suing them, but they're like, we co- cooperated and they misrepresented the information that was, you know, the reality of what it is, you know, we've handled stuff. And then over a thousand Activision Blizzard employees have signed a letter condemning the response that they had to the lawsuit. So, um, Des were saying, it, sexual harassment against men, it's not just women, male Des were also sexually harassed. And it was like, uh, you're just seeing article after article. You know, it's kind of Me Too in Activision Blizzard. They're, they've basically, because the state itself has stepped in on this lawsuit, the employees now feel like I'm empowered. Like, right. you can't fire me. The state is watching this yeah, lawsuit. Yeah. You, you aren't going to be able to retaliate against something like yeah. this. You know, any, uh, that's the other thing. Anyone who gets fired in this moment is probably going to have a retaliation yeah, okay. lawsuit. For sure. You know, even if it's not necessarily related, For they'll sure. have it because there's so much evidence. So. The, the the fact that both men and women are being harassed and and you know men do get harassed at work yep um just not in in the numbers that women normally do um but it just kind of proves that like listen I'm a nerd and I know that my kind tend to be a bit meek yep <laughs> and tend to be kind of like when power is like thrown at them like they get real like I rule the world. <laughs> yeah. They're finally in, a, you know, they felt stepped on their whole lives and yeah. finally I'm in a position of power. And it is, and I'm not saying that as an excuse. I'm literally just being like, it's time to like combat that for uh-huh. sure. But it's, I mean, there, there's criticism going back. I mean, I've seen one article, uh, one of the head lead devs um, for World of Warcraft back in 2010 basically gave an answer um where he uh they're criticizing his response because it's 2010 it's 11 years ago and it was an issue back then so imagine the toxicity that's been allowed to build up when nothing's happened to a company for over a decade so i mean even back then you know they were giving answers to like hey this is going on 
and then exec managers are being empowered by executives. There's like a ton of evidence that they're, and the um, state of California is very open as well with like their information. They're like, here's what we found, you know, that kind of stuff is pretty transparent. Obviously they can't say everything because it's an active court case, but right. yes, so there's that. Um, was there something else you had? No, I was just wondering, I didn't want to not bring up your, your oh. gaming news because I was going to get into my toy news. Oh, yeah. Well, the only other thing that's an issue right now in the gaming world is Pokemon Unite. So you could download it. It's free to play. Pokemon's on the Switch. It's a MOBA. So League of Legends, uh, all those style games. Uh, it is pay to win. It was developed by Tencent, who, if you haven't heard of them, they are... A, it was actually built, developed by a subsidiary of Tencent, but Tencent is a Chinese-owned, massive electronics like conglomerate. They have all kinds of companies. They develop mobile games, um, actual console games, you know, computer games, all kinds of stuff. But you can literally buy items that make you more powerful than the other people playing, regardless of how much time you spent in the game. And people are freaking out because they're like, "This is aimed for children." And now you are, it's like predatory targeting for children's, sure. uh, you know, people, parents' wallets, but through children, making children feel bad about losing because some, you know, prince of somewhere happens to decide that he wants to spend, you know, a million dollars on Microtransactions a Microtransactions is the worst thing that's happened to humanity. It ever. is. And it's, it's totally, it's, I think it is a fantastic business model for visual. Right, if you want something, cosmetic. Yep, if you want your gun to be gold, and then also a cosmetic that doesn't make you better. Right, you can't get the odd job. It's like, you know, I was talking with a friend yesterday. It was like Nintendo sixty four, Goldeneye. No one played odd job. It was a house rule. No one picks odd job because he's shorter than everybody else, and so your gun shoots over him. So you don't pick odd job. It's like we've known this <laughs> since like nineteen ninety eight. But yeah, still, still run into the issue where I mean, the big thing makes money. Well, the other thing uh, that's affecting children with this is the Mochamp glitch. Mochamp. Mochamp. Yeah. Did you hear about that? Nuh-uh. Where there's a glitch in it that uh, pretty much uh, makes him exposed. Oh. <laughs> Granted, it doesn't like, have no, anything down like there, but his... No his, loincloth? Yeah. His... Oh, I was like, does he mean exposed, like, naked and... And I was like, no, he probably means exposed. Like, he's hiding, but everyone can see him. Yeah, it's for, nope, like, you mean naked. Yeah. I don't know more about what that glitch is about, because I've never really even heard this game. But no. since you brought it up, I was like, oh, I'll add to this uh, <laughs> wildfire. Uh, so some cool toys that I saw at San Diego Comic-Con. Okay. Um, oh, there's the biggest one. I'll save that towards last. Um, I saw these... Count Chocula and Frankenberry toys that to me, I'm like, I, I want those just because it's so dumb. Yeah. And they're affordable, which also... Are they action figures or plushes? Yeah, or... like little movable action okay. figures. Right. I have them displayed with all my other toys. Um, those are only like 25 bucks each, so that's within the realm of... I like, <laughs> I like how you're literally trying to sell me on me but, saying, like, yes, Tony, you can buy those. They're 25 bucks each, but how many do you need to buy them, uh, of them before you feel like you've got enough? Is it all three? Like, is No, it's just all, those two. I didn't see two? I didn't see Booberry at all. No. But the ones what that the I... Franken, what was the Frankenberry? Frankenberry, Booberry, and then Count Chocula. Chocula, yep. Now, the ones that I really want, coming from NECA, and they announced two of them out of eight that they said they're going to have total, is some Gargoyles figures. 
Okay. So they already showed Demona and Thalog, and Gargoyles is the next big universal juggernaut of a cinemaconic type universe. Cinemaconic, eh? Yeah. Iconic. <laughs> cinemaconic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and so I'm just happy that they're, they're bringing out some toys of that to get them back in, in the spotlight, you know. Sure. Shed more... more knowledge on such are they, a great franchise. Are they statues or like figures? No, they're figures. I don't get statues. I mean, statues are cool looking. Right. I'm not going to knock them, but at the same point, 300 bucks, I want to be able to pose this thing. Yeah, yeah. Not all statues cost $300. Yes. Now, something that costs 200 bucks, which makes me very, very sad, but also I want it so fucking bad, is Sad Wolverine. Oh, I saw that. I did see that. That that meme made into an action figure is so fucking hilarious. It is. It is funny. What if if it had this one feature that I'm about to say, I would tell you to buy it. If you could put your own picture in the picture frame <laughs> of the figure, then I would say go for it. But no, you're stuck with the the Scott and Jean picture. I just love it a that it has the picture and it has multiple different claws for him to wear it also has a turkey leg for him to just i guess fake eat when he's sitting in and nice. that and that the box is him laying in a bed like it is a bed so that you can pull this out and just have it displayed in its case it's too funny um did the flux capacitor come out at this Con, or was that previous to that? I saw there was like a light upable Lego flux capacitor from Back to the Future that oh. was being released. I and damn I was... it! Now <laughs> I have something else to try to find after this. Uh, Lindsay, what have you done? <laughs> it's but, little. But there, uh, something I saw were pre-ordered a while ago, but fucking they're all sold out now, especially because after this past weekend. But all the um, Masters of the Universe figures. Sure, yeah. Which, they look pretty badass. Like, I had never got into them back in the day, mainly because of the posability, but these ones look fully oh. posable and pretty good. I have a friend who owns every single old school Masters of the Universe toy. Every single one. And I don't know if you're aware, but they did the toys, and then they did battle-damaged versions of the toys, mm -hmm. which are just fucked-up versions of the, <laughs> of the good toys. <laughs> and they did some toys that didn't even make it into the yep. show, but they try yep. to at least have the, the toy in one episode at one point. Right. Which is why I thought it was hilarious in this new series yeah. that they had a couple moments with some of these iconic figures that weren't even in the original right which speaking of the original compared to the new one holy shit i really liked it i loved it in fact so i'm watching this first episode and i well anthony told me on friday when i was getting ready to go camping that i was like damn it i'm going camping but then <laughs> when i got from home from camping that's all i did was watch the first five episodes of this two-part series I hope there's more than that, too. But already the first one, I was like, this could be a fucking movie. Mm -hmm. Like, just that whole first episode, the mm -hmm. the points of just introducing some of the characters. It flips and... the entire, like, background knowledge of He-Man. It's like, screw your background knowledge. Everything's different. And you're like, oh, okay. 
But it's it seems in like a good a, way. In like a, a like a like a follow up. Yeah, like if you saw the other things, you, they, those things happened, all those adventures, but now it's here. Right. But what I one thing that all of a sudden I I kind of cringed a bit, but I know that's why the line was in there. But there's a couple of them where I'm like, man, writing sounds so fresh and updated. And then it was just one stupid, cheesy joke that I'm like, God, man, they really fell flat on that. But then there was one later on that I go, no, that's like the original. There was some dumb fucking humor, like some corny ass Mm -hmm. jokes that I feel that's what they were trying to do was put those corny jokes in here just to make you feel a little bit of like the younger self. And I enjoyed it then even more. Also, let's not forget that like this was the showrunner on this show is Kevin Smith. Yes. And I love Kevin Smith a lot. And I love all of his movies, but let's not pretend like he's highbrow. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Well, and you know. And he's the king of dick and fart jokes. Yeah, yeah. For sure. It's, I I think, but it also goes to show you the advantage you get when you put a showrunner or at least somebody who's really involved. And we saw it with Mandalorian too, who loves the content. Right. Right. even if they didn't necessarily like grow up, they weren't the right age. If they truly love the content, then they just create something that's a lot of fun yep. to watch. You really enjoy watching it. Yeah, it was fun watching it with Connor because even though he didn't grow up with He Man, obviously, um, he inherited a lot of his father's He Man toys. So we had like the little horse, right? The little armor horse, mm-hmm. and like he had the battle cat and he had all of the toys so anytime one would pop up connor would be like i have that toy i have that toy i have that toy and i was like that's why this show is made <laughs> See, i'm glad that to we all sell you liked toys. it because there's a lot of people out there that did not fucking pansy ass grown ass men who were pissed because there wasn't enough fucking he-man in masters yeah. of and the I'm universe like, no i was kind of like here's the thing i didn't notice that but then i was like there's so many other people that are part of the Masters of the Universe, like, yeah. universe. There's also He-Man in literally every episode. Yeah. It, right? it, and he's in every episode. Yes, it's flashback, but it's like, he still gets, you still see him kicking ass in these flashbacks. But also, you know what? You know who's more badass than he, He-Man in the original and this? Man-at-Arms. Oh my god. Fuck yeah, and I'm I had sure. more Man-at-Arms than I was even expecting, and that was badass. Yeah. yeah. All these characters brought to life were so much uh, more complex than what oh. I remember them, because really, they were not complex before. They no. were just no. What what they you were, do? That's your name, and that's what you do. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yep. And oh, it was so good. But yeah, people are just like they're calling it a bait and switch, where this wasn't a He-Man show, and it's, it's not called He-Man. It's called Masters of the Universe. Yeah. But there's an S at the end of that. It's not Master of the Universe. <laughs> It's masters of the universe. There's more than one. I think, and I I mean, it's not like this is the first instance of remaking a treasured story with other characters taking over the reins, right? Or their point of view of it. Yeah. yeah. And not only that, we're going to get more of He-Man probably in the next part. Uh I mean, how it ended really shows that yeah, well, but then maybe not. I don't know. There, yeah. did you watch the special? No. So there's also a half hour special on Netflix as well about the making of it. So uh, Kevin Smith and then dude from uh, Mattel, 
was there and interviewing all the voice actors and just kind of explaining some things. And I don't even want to give away, but like they start off with how at the end when yep. Prince Adam comes back and what happens with Tim and Skeletor just like, shit, yeah. man. I was not expecting that in a, in a He-Man show. We'll say this because it's in the first episode. I was telling my roommate how, because he was like wondering if his boys could watch it. I'm like, yes and no. Like, there's not a lot of blood or anything. I go, but He-Man finally did what he should have done the whole time with his sword and stabbed Skeletor, which I thought was badass and how all that resolved and, and turned around. But if you look back on it, yeah, the original, it was clank, clank because they had the standards and practices of yeah. what you could do for tel- selling toys and everything. Right. This is just like full adult well, I, it's, have fun. It's kind of like... It's not adult, though. It well, is for kids. It's kind of self-referencing, though, right? The fact that, uh, uh, you know, these kind of archaic visual standards are gone, and so it's like He-Man can now finally be what everyone complain. Because everyone complained, they're like, why, you know, you watch He-Man and you have a fun, and you're like, why doesn't he just kill the man, right? You know, like, just get rid of him. He, keep, he keeps killing people, right? Because Skeletor could, would kill people, but He-Man, and I, but I also do love the fact that the one time He-Man finally does kill him, it screws everything up, right? He, yeah. he finally does, like, you did what you need to do, and now you've destroyed magic. The, like, the oh. whole time I was watching that, I was like, oh, that Mark Hamill. Like, he had anything to do with that. <laughs> the way that show went, yep. but him voicing that character yes. just made so much sense and made the character so much more sinister. Oh, and... Cyclops and Evil Lynn was a Joker Harley relationship yeah. so much throughout that. I loved Evil Lynn in this iteration. I loved her character so much. I loved, and I hate that maybe they're gonna take it backwards because she had some real character growth in the show. Mm-hmm. Where she was like, I followed this fucking idiot around and did everything he wanted to do, and he's a moron, and he wouldn't do anything except fail. She was like the loyal I have wife. Actual <laughs> magical fucking powers that I wasn't even using because he was like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. You know who I was really enjoying in this is Triclops. Oh. God, that whole subplot. The, the, yeah, that, like that I want story. more of that. Yes, I'm kind of interested to know what that thing is and giving people powers through some nanite technology and everything. Yeah. There's just so much that's different in a good way yeah. that I'm really enjoying this. Yeah. And I don't, like I said, I don't want it to just be five more episodes. I want to have more series, right. more adventures with this group. Orko and, and Evil Lynn's names, like, them having, like, a moment where they yeah. explain those things. I was like, I didn't know I needed that. But you know what? I was glad they did it. It right. was really cool. Yeah. So many good moments. Just, Orko's th- story was a real Hodor sort of moment. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Really? <laughs> I think it's very reminiscent of the experience I had when I first watched Voltron, the Netflix Voltron, right? And it was just like, wow, they're obviously they care about the content but they're exploring like characters in a new ways right new growth because these are very vanilla characters back in the day right we're experienced with these characters same with gi joe it's just like these people like you said 
they have a name and the thing that they do is their name right right it's just so you're just like oh my gosh so you as a kid you like it because it's flashy and it's bright you're like ooh, he man punches a guy and now you're like oh my gosh there's actually like growth and it's the same thing same thing too my sister watched voltron with her son my nephew and he's like was like nine ten ish as they went through it and it was perfect for him too right even though there are some more what we call mature concepts in it there's actual death right, right. you don't necessarily have to show bloody gore we yeah. go to castlevania for that um <laughs> but well, let's not pretend like parents aren't showing their kids the marvel movies yeah yep like these kids are growing up with more mature content than what happened in he-man mm-hmm. yep so. maybe less pecs yeah a little bit less the art in this i thought was like the animation was amazing yep. i thought it was really well done I, I, I just don't understand. I don't understand, and I'm going to call it out because it is 100% men. <laughs> I don't understand why they get such sticks up their butt because they're also the type of people where if it had gone the way they expected, they would have nitpicked the fuck out of it anyway, and yeah. it still they still would have called it terrible. But they just don't want growth in their... They don't want their past to change. They don't want... Yeah, they don't want their yeah. nostalgia to be different... Right, so if you Listen, change a they, character, they won the the hometown game, you know, the homecoming game, their <laughs> senior year with that with that uh, interception or touchdown pass, and they gotta relive the glory moments. And you're changing their past. Here's a reminder to everyone: you, if you didn't like the new He-Man, you don't ever have to watch it again. And if you loved the old He-Man, you can just go back and watch it again. It is available. It yeah, doesn't yeah. erase. This doesn't erase what you watched when you were a kid. I can never watch the old He-Man again. It's still there. (laughs) It's It's still there for you to consume over and over and over and over again. So instead of being a bitch, (laughs) just go do that. Be like He-Man and man up. (laughs) I did like the, the, all of the, I mean, they've really gotten to the lore of, of the universe and of Eternia and like the old heroes the previous masters of the universe and their the TV names show didn't i felt did not the comic books and everything yeah. did a lot more and other like media did than what i remember from the show right and that was their that's their primary toy seller right is the cartoon yeah you had comic books and stuff those are great for fans who have all they're already going to have bought the toys right yep. so they can explore a little bit more but you got to keep it you know going to make people excited about the toys so um and uh yeah just leave it at that i would uh say that we didn't have a booze in a book but we're going to do a booze in a series which means get your butts to watch uh masters of the universe and pick whatever you want to drink to, to watch it <laughs> <laughs> you have to drink something light that lets you focus on the show because it's worth paying attention to yeah just don't get drunk on it uh, and with that, uh, I'm off to go open my uh, investment, I mean magic cards, uh, with my brother oh, tonight. Fun. Those finally came in, and he's been hounding me like for the last five days of when can I come over there to open these. And so we'll You're see. You're going to open them? Tony, you are squandering you your investment. You have to be nope, able to nope. sell the rares. <sighs> see, that's the thing. And we're having this argument still, and I don't know how it's going to go, but I'm thinking it's better to open them. Just like with toys, better to open them, at least to play with them, to see them. And if you lucked out and got one, fine. But having it sealed, conditioned, or a pack that may or may not have something, 
I feel it's worth it. If you buy something, buy it to play with it. Yeah. You if you're not if you're gonna resell a whole case, don't open them. Yeah. You can piece those cards out for way more than just selling unopened. That's what I think. Packages though. Yeah. So. If you get financial expense. If you expert. get lucky, it's the gamble, right? <laughs> yeah, it has a higher payoff and a higher potential loss. But I don't disagree. If I don't, buy, I bought all those Pokemon cards so I could look at them because I couldn't buy Pokemon cards as a child, right? right. I was limited by my parents' meager income as a kid. So now that I'm adult, I was like. I'm going to cut the corners off my own damn sandwiches. I'm going to buy Pokemon cards, and I'm going to buy toys because I want to. And with that, stay thirsty for Magic the Gathering, buying my new yacht. <laughs> you need a car that can pull a yacht first. <laughs> Magic the Gathering, buying me a new car. 